Hello and welcome. In February and March 2013, CFA Institute conducted a survey of investment professionals in the MENA region. We asked them a number of questions, including questions about investments and economic growth in MENA. In this interview, we'll share with you some of the findings of this question and we'll have an expert comment on these findings. I'm Usman Hayat from CFA Institute and I'm joined by Dr. Basim Awadullah uh, as an expert commentator to share his views on the findings. Dr. Awadullah is the founder and chief executive of Tamu Advisory, and he has also held a number of leading positions in Jordan, including the position of finance minister, and he has also been the secretary general of the Islamic Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Welcome, Dr. Awadullah. So let's see what the uh, findings of the survey are, and then I'm going to ask Dr. Awadullah to comment on them. So the first uh, finding I would like you to talk about we asked our uh, uh, members and other investment professionals the question, what do you think would have the most positive uh, impact on the Middle East and North Africa economy in 2013? And we had a response rate of 8%, and we had a number of choices. We had political stability and good governance. We had increased investment in infrastructure. We had increased investing in SMEs and some other choices. And we see that 50% of the respondents actually chose political stability and good governance as something that will have the most positive impact on MENA's economy in 2013. So Dr. Abdullah, what do you make of it? I think it's only natural for investors to seek uh, political stability and good governance as a major prerequisite for investments in, in uh, this part of the world. Uh, for so many years, I think political stability has eluded uh, um, all of us in this region. And uh, with the changes that are taking place in many Arab countries and probably across the region, uh, we will see that there will be a transition period through which uh, people will ask for uh, more sustainable political systems, if you will, that are uh, more democratic, more open, more inclusive, and that are more transparent and that, most importantly, are more accountable. I think these are the elements of good governance, and uh, probably this is uh, something that is required not only by investors, but across the board. Uh, this is very much required because good governance uh, does not only relate to the rule of law, does not only relate to transparency, does not only relate to accountability, but also relates to uh, 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 laws that are consistent and that are permanent where investors will see that their investment is secure and where the political risk in this region, which has been traditionally attached to this region, is lowered by the mere fact that you do have uh, certain uh, platforms and certain institutional uh, uh, bedrocks for good governance in this region. Interesting. So it comes as no surprise that uh, most of the investment professionals, or at least a majority, seems to favor political stability and good governance. Um, we asked them one more question regarding what do you think the economic impact of the political change occurring from the Arab Spring will be for the MENA region over the next five years. So we asked them, will it increase, result in increased economic growth, decrease economic growth, or will it have uh, no effect? And what we find is that 49% of the respondents think that uh, 
Arab Spring will result in decreased economic growth rates for MENA over the next five years. 38% think that it will actually uh, result in increased economic growth rate, while 13% are uh, neutral. I know you've done a lot of research on Arab Spring, on the economics of Arab Spring. You've co-authored a very influential paper on the economics of Arab Spring. So what's your take on, on this finding? I um, think that in the immediate and near term, uh, you will have governments across the region uh, that are uh, going to be uh, uh, busy and preoccupied with the political agenda, with the constitutional agenda, if you will. I think new, a new political uh, platform must be established uh, in many countries, and we see that developing in Egypt, in Tunisia, in Libya, to a certain extent in Yemen. Um, and this is important because this is going to be the, the main foundation for any future system that will emerge of governance, system of governance that will emerge. Um, obviously, the economic agenda will probably take a back seat, as I mentioned in my uh, remarks earlier this morning, um, which is a bit of a challenge uh, because economies need to grow because the young people, particularly in all these countries, uh, are in desperate need uh, of jobs and employment and therefore require economic growth. So the economic agenda cannot really, really be put on the back burner until such a time when constitutions are drafted and passed and the legislative bodies are elected in a new way which is more responsive to people's aspirations. Uh, both have to go hand in hand. Um, the, the fact is, however, that you will find that there is a requirement for political stability, as we mentioned earlier, which needs to precede economic reform and economic uh, decision-making. And therefore, I, I expect that the findings or the, the, uh, over the majority of, of your uh, surveyors, of, of the people who are surveyed, um, are probably correct, that it will probably take five years at least for economic growth to take place in countries which are undergoing uh, transition at this time. Interesting. So that also explains the divided opinion we have on the effect of the Arab Spring on these economies. It looks like there is uncertainty. And as you said, uh, politics will probably stay in the driving seat and economic priorities will probably not be the uh, the uh, the utmost thing on the minds of the policymakers. We move to the next question, which is, uh, which of the following, if any, do you think would stimulate investment in the MENA region? And uh, respondents could select all those, uh, uh, any choices and all choices that were available. The, some of these choices were freedom of labor and capital across the region, uh, regulatory alignment across the region, creating an economic trading union, a single capital market, a single currency. And what we find is that the freedom of labor and capital across the region was chosen by 56% of the respondents and 47% uh, also said regulatory alignment across the MENA region. So I know you, your paper on the economics of Arab Spring also talks a lot about uh, economic, regional economic integration. And it's interesting that our respondents from the MENA region also think that uh, measures towards regional economic integration would stimulate investment in the MENA region. Absolutely. Um, I think that if uh, the historical fragmentation of this region continues, uh, we will always see constraints to development across the region, uh, regardless of the national policies that will be espoused by any one government or any one country in the region. Uh, there is a lot to be said about uh, the integration, about building synergies, uh, and as 
the future unfolds, we will, we will probably see that governments will realize sooner rather than later that they will not be able to achieve energy security, water security, unless they go into uh, projects, pipeline projects uh, uh, for gas, for oil, for water, desalination certainly in, in, war, uh, in, in water uh, 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 poor countries will not be able to be done on a national level and have to be done in a regional context. And therefore, the synergies or the economies of scale uh, that need to be achieved would require economic uh, integration across borders. And this is a very important step. I think for the private sector to be able to uh, play the dominant role that we all would like to see it play in the region in terms of achieving development, creating jobs, particularly for the youth in this part of the world, Regional integration needs to take place. Harmonization of rules of origin, trade issues, non-tariff barriers, the uh, freedom of uh, movement of labor and capital across borders in the region. These are all important considerations that must be tackled in the days ahead as we strive to meet the challenge of a growing population, of a rapidly growing population that requires jobs and requires employment and requires meaningful development. Interesting. So, so the survey supports measures towards economic integration, and here Dr. Abdullah thinks it's only appropriate and logical and perhaps uh, needed, much needed step uh, to uh, boost the economic growth of the region. And the final uh, finding I would like you to comment on regards uh, the corporate governance practices and transparency. We had a question in the survey, what do you think would improve investor trust and confidence across markets in the MENA region? And uh, the respondents could select all the options available. And some of these options were improved corporate governance practices, improved transparency, improved investor education. And what we see, and there were actually a number of choices uh, available, and the strongest support, the options which had the strongest support were improved corporate governance practices and those relating to uh, transparency. And it actually links back to the good governance we were discussing earlier. So do you think that uh, investment professionals and people perhaps favor good governance, not just at the state level, but also at the level, level of cooperation to encourage investments in economic growth. Absolutely. And as you strive to widen the savings pool and as the savings translate into investments and as family-oriented or family-controlled businesses across the region move into a better governance structure and move into a stage where they would be allowed to go into the markets and to be traded publicly and to become public shareholding companies, I think there will be a huge emphasis on all of these companies to address issues of transparency, to address issues of good governance, where people can be uh, uh, able to uh, uh, conduct their due diligence of such companies. And I think that is very important because as, as part of uh, our efforts to deepen financial markets across the region and to allow the financial markets to play the role that we all expect them to play in development and in developing the economic structures across the region, it is extremely important uh, for these uh, companies to address issues of, of good governance, corporate governance. Um, in uh, my opinion as well, I think the uh, focus must also be on uh, trans uh, across boundary companies on uh, I don't want to call them multinational companies multi multi regional companies maybe uh, that are going to be uh, very important and a pivot in the development process in the coming years 
companies that uh, um, have to deal with development, that have to deal with IT, that have to deal with uh, the, the major sectors of the economies of the region, I think are going to play a very important role in the development of the region. And for them to be able to play such a role, they need to be fully funded, they, they need to be fully capitalized, and for them to be able to raise the kind of investments that they would require to carry out their activities, they need to address themselves to good governance which is going to be a, an absolute necessity for them to continue working as they should. Excellent. So uh, we discussed with you four findings from our survey of investment professionals in MENA, and you heard Dr. Avadullah's commentary. I hope you found these uh, findings useful. So thank you, Dr. Avadullah, for your time. Thank you very much. And thank you for watching. Copyright 2013 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.